And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Liverpool became FA Cup champions over the weekend, but that was just the beginning of an incredibly pressure-packed couple of weeks, which continues today with the Premier League visit to Southampton. A win there, combined with Man City's draw against West Ham over the weekend, would put Liverpool just one point behind Man City going into the final games in the Premier League this weekend. And then on top of that, of course, there's the Champions League final the week after. Still, there are injury worries. Liverpool has hired an additional medical staff to deal with it. It's a lot to digest, and today, the Athletics Liverpool reporters Simon Hughes and James Pierce join Steve Huthersall to talk through what to make of all those injuries that happened in the FA Cup, lineup choices for today's game against Southampton, and Steven Gerrard's role in potentially delivering a Premier League title. All of this in a clip from the Red Agenda podcast will also have a full guide to games on TV in the United States today. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day for Tuesday, May 17th. Obviously, we're learning now that Liverpool are bringing a physiotherapist back, Christopher Rohrbeck. Is that right? Rohrbeck, who's close with a couple of these lads. So what's their situation for the next few weeks and what's the influence of this physio returning? I think from Liverpool's perspective, it's just a case of having an extra pair of hands around the place to to complement what they've already got. Because obviously, you know, as we talked about earlier, we you know with fatigue kicking in. I think you know Jordan Henderson posted on social media in the early hours of Sunday morning. You know, he was in the pool doing his his rehab, and you know the the players all having physio yesterday. So I think with Robert coming back in on a, I think what what essentially is a, a very you know a short term arrangement is just to just to help out with that because um you know, i think you could probably make a strong case for the fact that you know the physios and the the sports science guys are probably the most important people around the club in the next 10 days or so you know it has been absolutely relentless you know two more big pushes in the premier league left and then a week to prepare for you know the showpiece champions league final against against real madrid so um yeah i think i think with the issues on the weekend they were precautionary rather than anything more serious than that. Certainly when Mo Salah came through the mix zone afterwards, he was asked how he was. And, you know, someone said, you know, are you going to be OK for Paris? And he said, oh, yeah, of course I will be all good. He felt a twinge in his groin. And I just think you just wouldn't take any risks, would you? You know, we, we know that the Champions League final is the is the biggest thing. You know, this is the biggest prize you can win in European club football. Why would you possibly gamble at this point, especially with the options that that Klopp has got on the bench available to him? So, um, and then a similar story with Van Dijk. You know, he he said he felt a twinge in his knee in the first half actually, and played on with it. And then it was only you know at the end of the ninety minutes that he spoke to Klopp about it, and they just thought, well, you know, you've got Joel Matip there, fresh, and you know Joel Matip has been absolutely unbelievable for Liverpool this season. So why why take any chances? So um, and also you know Fabinho was there with the squad and he, he confirmed afterwards as well what Klopp had said on Friday that he'll be he'll be absolutely fine and there's no lingering doubts over him for Paris. So um so yeah, a few scares, but I don't think certainly at the minute and the you know, from the information we've got at the moment, there's nothing 
too much to worry about. It will just be intriguing to see what kind of team Klopp picks at, at St Mary's on on Tuesday night because, of course, the door is still open, isn't it? I think if City, I think if City had beaten West Ham, I think then you're in the realms of okay, do you know what? This has gone. You know, maybe not mathematically, but I think it's probably ninety eight percent gone. And you know, and then I think it would be reckless to risk any of your your real key personnel against Southampton. But I think you know, suddenly that draw, you know, still massive advantage City because you know they haven't got to worry about events at Anfield. They just need to beat Villa at home next Sunday. But I think that does create a bit of a dilemma for Klopp in terms of um, how strong he goes. And I think I think there probably won't be as many changes as there might have been if City had won. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Si, has it changed your perspective on the title race, that draw for City at West Ham? City obviously favourites, but it takes it to the final day, doesn't it? We have seen before in football surprise results on the final day. Teams, great teams, reacting differently to to certain pressures. Happens, you know, even the great Man United teams a couple of times. Think about Blackburn winning the title in '95. You know, Man United messed up on the final day. I just think that the obviously the ingredient of having Steven Gerrard's involvement it just really excites me. Does it influence anything? Does he does he do anything different, Stephen Gerrard? Do we read too much into this? Um, he's obviously I'm judging him on the performances that Aston Villa have offered against Liverpool twice this season, where they've obviously tried to stifle Liverpool at Anfield. They, they nearly I don't want to say got away with it because I, I thought they played well, you know, in terms of what they intended to do. I think they were. They obviously tried to do something similar at Villa Park last week. Though I would say that the quality of the game wasn't quite as good as it was at Anfield. Uh, so I think with City, you, what you need to do is obviously it sounds really obvious, but you do need to go there with a plan and try and stick to it as religiously as you can, whatever whatever that plan might be. But City never played badly. This is the thing; they, they never ever play badly when they lost this season. It's because a team has stuck to a plan. I managed to pick them off on a couple of occasions in that game and the forwards have taken the chances. You can try and defend against them for as long as you possibly want. I thought West Ham yesterday nearly got, you know, they nearly got away with it. Did what a lot of teams have done, you know, sort of try to defend, get the ball forward quickly and expose the gaps in the city's defence. That, I suspect, is what Aston Villa will try to do. You just hope that the, the sort of the scoreline, what you want is for tension to build at the game one way or another. I think in the, in the last... Couple of years when you think about the, the the city game against Brighton, obviously Brighton scored a goal, and Anfield, the whole atmosphere, just uh, for, for fifty seconds was it's a fifty seconds I'll never forget. Put it that way. But then City equalised so quickly, there was no opportunity for that tension to build. So 
I think a different what makes it slightly different again is the fact that it's at City as well. I think that sometimes I think it's actually easier playing away from home if you find yourself in that position. Whereas when you're at home and everybody's on top of you, willing you on a bit like when Liverpool played Chelsea in 2014, it becomes a bit of a burden really that that sort of pressure. So you're hoping that Villa can either cling on to a nil-nil scoreline for as long as possible for the pressure to build, or by some. I don't want to say miracle, but by some stroke of fortune, take a lead and just put the pressure on City a little bit for a length of time that lets us see how they react to that. They were excellent, I thought, the second half of West Ham yesterday. I mean, they, they, they could have won that game. Uh, West Ham did get a bit lucky in the end, obviously, missing a penalty with, with, with only a few minutes to go. But at the end of the day, they dropped points, didn't they? So why, why should they not drop points again? From a journalistic point of view, I'd say City will still win the league. But... There's a chance it's down to one game and how you react to that unique pressure of the final game. Uh, there's a chance. You know, Aston Villa could go there and and do something and having Steven, Steven Gerrard, I'd imagine, will be very keen to to be the man who, who engineers that. Imagine this, one of the great stories that, I mean, Stevie, by some, some coincidence, gives Liverpool the league title that he was never able to, unfortunately, as a player. I mean, I don't think anybody would be happier on Merseyside than him, would he? I mean, he, he will be absolutely desperate to, to, to try and get a result there. There's, there's no doubt about that. Thank you so much to Simon and James and Steve for that. The full episode of the Red Agenda podcast is available pretty much wherever you're listening to this podcast. Before we go, a TV guide for today for those of you are in the, that are in the United States, all times are Eastern. Of course, the game that they were just talking about, the big one today, 2.45 p.m. Southampton hosting Liverpool. That is on USA Network. Also at 2.45 p.m., if you want to see another game of import in England, Nottingham Forest hosting Sheffield United in the second leg of the championship playoff semifinal. Forest is up 2-1 in this one. The winner plays Huddersfield at Wembley, and the winner of that game goes on to the Premier League. That is on ESPN Plus at 2.45 p.m. We also have Copa Libertadores action tonight. Two windows of games, three at 6.15 p.m. and three at 8.30 p.m. The one game I would definitely recommend watching of all of them is in the 8.30 p.m. window, Boca Juniors versus Corinthians. Those are two huge teams, uh, Brazil versus Argentina, so you have a little bit of that element to it. And also, they're right next to each other in an absolutely packed Group E. Uh, That group right now, with two games remaining uh, as I'm recording this, Corinthians has seven points, Boca has six, Deportivo Cali has five, and Always Ready has four. Seven, six, five, four. Pretty good. Like I said, there are a bunch of other Copa Libertadores games on as well, if you want to watch any of those. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. 
Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.